Hi, and welcome to the awesome DIY wedding planning podcast from Wedding Espresso. Fun, relaxed DIY wedding planning chats with the pros. Now sit back and relax. It's time to carpe wedding deal, baby. Sarah, hello. Welcome to Wedding Espresso. Hi, James. Thanks for having me. It's great to be oh, it's, here. It's an absolute <laughs> pleasure to have you. So you are Sarah Green from Girl and Piano, and you provide fantastic wedding music for lucky brides and grooms. <laughs> so we've got this question. I'm super excited because I think a wedding piano is is really, um, in our opinion, kind of like one of the things that is the height of luxury at a wedding. It's classy. It sounds great. Um, and it's it's just something fantastic to have. Every every wedding that we've been to that's had a piano, we've just gone, wow, we, we absolutely mm. love it. So the, the thing we'd like to discuss with you today is... What is the best wedding piano songs playlist? Yeah, I think just just picking up on on what you said, I'd definitely say having a pianist just just brings a level of ambiance to to the day. And I think people are always quite surprised because perhaps they do expect you know a CD or you know background mm. music, but it just it just kind of brings that extra element of, of realness to it so um so yeah definitely agree um yeah so so to answer your question um i think initially the best playlist would include something for everybody um yeah. so something that all the guests might recognize i mean it's it's hard to keep everybody happy yeah. um but i think as long as there's something there that'll you look around the room and and people are starting to go oh, i know this song or, mm-hmm. or yeah you know recognize this from, from somewhere and maybe people start sort of singing along quietly um which is, is always nice to to see so i think trying to remember that you're likely to have quite a, a range of people in the room right. Absolutely, you know yeah. from different backgrounds different walks of life and different decades um mm. and it sort of unifies people if if they're all you know quite involved in that that playlist in in this in a sense definitely brilliant so just so we understand the process um i take it you take your own piano you don't rely on the venue having a piano um i take i take my own if it's needed um it it, it completely depends on kind of what the setup is at at the venue but um yeah i do have a, a full size white digital piano which it just it blends in perfectly with with the context it always kind of looks the part um yeah so it is technically a full size it's not it's not a big grand it's it's more of a sort of um keyboard type look um but yeah definitely fully equipped as as needed brilliant and in terms of we were talking about kind of repertoire and, and covering all the bases how big is your repertoire like what 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 sort of can you give us some examples of kind of the genres that you cover um and the full scope the full range i'd say um anything from beyonce to pink floyd to ed sheeran to classical stuff so a bit of debussy you know kind of film score music um i'd probably credit my dad um as being the sort of um originator of of my interest in literally every genre but it it does help it's um it means that you can kind of go you know dig into your resources and go well yeah i do i do know something from that decade or that genre um and again it means that you can offer more to 
to to clients um and you definitely have to have quite a sort of eclectic eccentric taste and um, appreciation for for what's out there but I think that's what makes it fun as well and quite unexpected I think one of my favorite things is where I'll play maybe something like it must be love um by by madness and and you can see that it's kind of um tapping into sort of this unexpected um mm. sense um and that's and maybe a bit maybe a bit of, of oh, we haven't heard this song in years yeah <laughs> sort of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah cool yeah, I, so I was, would, uh, I, always nice that's really see. that's really interesting that you mentioned your dad as the influence actually because i think my dad used to basically spin records for me in the lounge when i was young yeah and so <laughs> i have um a massive a massive range of, of music likes across so many genres um and i remember when we booked our band um, I sent them kind of, we put the, we'd put the DJ set together for our wedding. Uh, we chose mm. all the tracks and, um, I sent him the, the, the playlist and he basically sent me an email back and said, Neh. he said, you know, I'm going to totally ignore that because oh. we focus <laughs> on crowd pleasers. And I was yeah. like, you know what? You're absolutely right. So mm. if, if a, if a bride or a groom approached you and said, you know, we're really into this kind of music. Can you lean it in this direction? Would you sort of take that as a lead or would you suggest to them that, well, like you said at the beginning, no, we're going to try and cover a lot of bases and I might include a couple of tracks, but we're going to have to mix it up? Um, I think it, it depends on the song. So um, I did have a, a very similar situation a little while ago where somebody said, I love Sia, but I also love Ludovico Iannaudi. And they said, can you play um, Elastic Heart in an, an Iannaudi style? And um, I said, I'll do my best. And I kind of sketched about with it on the piano and, and it actually, it worked. Um, so sometimes the two genres will blend and you can kind of take bits, but sometimes right. it won't. And I'll be quite honest about that. You know, if it's something that's maybe quite percussive in sound mm-hmm. or um, it's kind of hard to dis- describe, but um, you can just sense if it's going to work or not. And I'll, I'll advise then and, you know, maybe suggest a slightly different direction we can take it. But ultimately you want the best sound for the day and for the client. So yeah, it's kind of a, you know, it's a collaborative approach, really. Would you say that the, the, um, the choice then, your playlist for a particular wedding will vary depending on the venue? Does the venue have an influence on, on the sound? Um. Not so much. I mean, you have to always bear in mind the, the acoustics. Um, then you won't know how that's going to work till you're there and you can sort of, um, improvise the kind of songs you're playing. Like it might need to be a bit more twinkly. So you maybe just pick some from the repertoire that work better in that environment. Um, or you might need to make a bit more of a sound. So you might then select particular songs that have a more bassy kind of feel to them. Okay. Um, and in in that kind of way of thinking, you also need to read the room. So if, say, there's a wedding breakfast happening and it needs to be a bit calmer, then I'll match the kind of feel of the music mm. to that. The last thing you want to do is sort of start playing something quite processional and loud and attention seeking at that point because people right, do sort trying of go, to eat and talk. <laughs> mm. Exactly. So you sort of. At all times, you're kind of reading what's going on and, and matching the music to, to the setting. So in a sense, the venue would influence it in that, in that way. Mm, fantastic. I remember a couple of, um, for a few years ago, there was an artist that we really dialed into. I think she was called 
Helen Jane Long. Does that ring a bell? Mm. She was very kind of piano orientated. Um, oh, right. I loved I her, look her up. Yeah, I think that's her name, but I haven't listened to it in, in years. It was one of those ones where it was really difficult to buy the CDs, so you kind of had to buy them digitally. And I don't listen to uh, digital music, I listen to my CDs. So it's kind oh, of one exactly. that I don't really go back to very often. But I remember from the time mm. period, that was there were some really beautiful tracks. Um, mm. I have to look at that. that sort of, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's funny because it's it, it, was kind of, it was taken in the same breath as Einaudi, so it was sort of that similar, yeah. that similar kind okay. of sound. Yeah, no, thanks for that. I'll, uh, I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out. Thanks. Cool. So I think um, we should also actually just ask you so that we've got that information out there. What parts of the day do you think are best suited to uh, a, pa- a piano accompaniment in the background as background music throughout the wedding? Um, see, I would probably say all times, but not. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a bit biased, but from my perspective, um as the guests arrive on the day, music tends to calm people down. Yeah, it really does. And it also kind of leads them in to the wedding. Um, so again, going back to the ambience thing, you can create this sense of welcome. Um, and obviously at the start of the day, it's a new venue to most people. The meeting people they've not seen for a while and the music helps to sort of set this tone, um, and ease people in. And I'd say similarly for a drinks reception, um, it would have that effect too. You know, then after the wedding, people are sort of coming out of the, the service or the ceremony. And then again, they need this context to sort of mingle. And mm-hmm. um, you really notice it when you stop playing, actually. You notice what you what you kind of made. It's all missing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um and I think again at, at the wedding breakfast, um, it's always nice to have a bit of background music and, and having somebody doing that live, you know, brings, brings a bit of activity, um, into the background while you're kind of tucking into your mm-hmm. goat's cheese tartlet or <laughs> whatever you're having. Um, so yeah, kind of a bit of a broad answer, but I think it's applicable in lots of ways. Fantastic. Um, we had sort of one quick kind of fun question for you as well. And that was, <laughs> In an ideal world, what does a dream commission look like for you? Um, I think a, a client that, that knows what they love. So initially you need that passion of, you know, oh, there's this song that we heard on a holiday in Greece, you know, 10 years ago, or um, there's a song that means something. So uh, the ideal commission would start with that passionate love for music, but also for someone to say, well, what? what do you think about how we can make this better or what can you bring to it? Um, And I think if you're going to spend your money on having a professional help with your your big day, it's, it makes sense to kind of speak to them about, you know, their, their take on things, what they think they could bring to it. Um, So again, a bit of a collaborative um, combination of the two, um, I think always works quite well. So obviously I love to, to, to advise and, and do what I can to bring my experience in around what, what I'm being asked to do. Um, yeah. Excellent. Lovely. Love it. So just before we wrap things up, because we're fast running out of time, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, how can people get in touch with you? How can they reach you? Um, so there's girlandpiano.co.uk. That's the website. Um, we're on Twitter at girlandpiano. Um, and that's it for the moment. But yeah, I think, uh, I think that's enough of a, a channel to um to be available at so yeah brilliant stuff 
Well, Sarah, thank you very much. Um, that's been very, very informative. And I absolutely love, I love the fact that you've mentioned that music is a welcome. That's, that's the big takeaway mm. for me. Um, I think that's incredible. I love it. And, and it makes perfect sense. So um, it was lovely to hear that. So thank you very much for yeah, sharing with us today. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. It's been great. Great to speak yeah, to you. Pleasure. All right. Hopefully we'll speak thanks to you soon. Thanks very much. Thank All you. Right, bye. bye.